Welcome back to the Good Talent Podcast. Wonderful to have your company. Good Talent Media is a team of ex-journos and we're all about you taking your life to the next level via media. PR really is the most cost-effective way to increase your profile and strengthen your brand. No one's doing it well, or very few people do it well. Most people don't even consider it. So you're in the right place now if you want all the tips and tricks to become a PR pro. Today's topic is nerves. Being absolutely terrified prior, during, and after your media interviews. It's entirely possible, isn't it? And you know what, I can relate to it as a working broadcast journalist. Because I never did one live cross on television without being nervous. You would think the guy or girl in makeup looking as good as they can in the middle of world-changing events was just cool, calm, and life's easy for them, and they're such good talkers, they're so smart. Bullshit! I was so nervous in most of the live crosses I did, and so I can tell you all about nerves and how I had to overcome it every hour, every day, every half hour on the big stories, every day. So in this podcast, I'll tell you all about overcoming nerves so you can perform in your big moments, and it really, it really does boil down to some simple things. I had the privilege of working in live television for 10 plus years and my job for five years straight was to get up at four in the morning, I had a taxi waiting for me at 4.30, I'd be in the studio at five and it was off to the biggest, baddest breaking story in the city I was living in. So that was homicides, cop shootings, um, AFL drug scandals, prime ministerial, this is that, following around opposition leaders, prime ministers, everything. So my job was to be the Johnny on the spot talking live on the hour from 6 a.m. right through to 12 o'clock. I'd knock off around then day was over at one. Now, if the story was big enough, I'd be on every half hour. Then we're talking terror attacks and things like that. And then we go to BBC, CNN, we go around the world. So huge privilege, absolute privilege. And I was, I was the kid at the back seat of the class that talked nonstop, right? So I ended up getting rewarded for that. <laughs> so I am an Olympic talker. That's why I got a podcast now. Firstly, I want you to think of your nerves as a gift. It really is. Of course you're nervous. Good. Congratulations. Your body's getting ready for a big moment. So you're nervous because you've got to perform at a very high level. So you get all the adrenaline that you need. Now, I'll never forget, and I'll share with you, remember starting at the ABC and I'm producing on The Breakfast Show, and it was kind of really easy at the start because I wasn't on air. But, but I got to meet all these cool people and we're traveling all over the States and drinking coffees and just observing the news cycle, really. And then I remember one morning, uh, Trioli and Roland, uh, the hosts at the time, weren't that interested, in, or I don't know, well, maybe they weren't that interested in the topic. Uh, and so they said, oh, Tony will do this live cross. It was supposed to go from studio. So the cross was supposed to go to studio, but they just, oh, no, just get Tony to do it. Now, I thought I was a producer on the show meaning I'm not on air. But with two or three minutes notice, I'm on air, my first ever live cross, interviewing two historians. I think it was, and I'm gonna get a lot of things wrong, so Google this. Um, I think it was the 150th anniversary of the Burke and Wills Crossing, the failed expedition. There's a little monument somewhere in the city, this little, little cane of stones. So I can see why the studio didn't want to do the story because it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> it wasn't that uplifting, right? And we're with an historian and it's very serious to him and it was an historical moment. So 
Now I'm having coffee, it's a beautiful morning. Someone's about to be interviewed down the barrel, back to studio, and then all of a sudden I'm doing it. I didn't know their name. I didn't know the topic, hardly. I didn't read anything. But now I'm on. What do you think the nerves were like? <laughs> they were acute nerves, absolutely acute nerves. But I gritted my teeth and got through it. So basically in that moment, how did I get through that moment? Live TV with no notice, I'd say it was just total courage and concentration. I was obviously really nervous, I had to be. Uh, I was pretty technique-less at that stage in my career because I hadn't done much, so I hadn't built techniques to get me through lots of situations. But getting through that was just concentrating, remembering this, these historians' first and second names for the intros and outros, memorizing the intro, not really worrying about the questions or the content because they can bring that to life. Intro, couple of questions, outro, get out, done, pass out after that. So I did all that and it was all right. So, and then got some nice feedback actually from the hosts and that actually started me doing non-stop live, live television. So, but what do I know about nerves? Firstly, this is what I know. It hits you in the body. Your, your chest is palpitating. You're very anxious about you. Are you good enough? You've got imposter syndrome and you're not really, and you're doubting yourself and you don't know if you're gonna get through the, this next moment. So firstly, it's a physical thing. So how I dealt with phys the, the physicality of my nerves every day was I'd just use my body. I'd be jumping around. Uh, really, media for me and still is for me is a bit like a sport. It's something that there's a lot of repetition, so therefore you can get very good at it. So you can get very good at doing media interviews when you're doing a lot of them. So for me, I'd be jumping around, walking, breathing deeply, and I'm just starting to control my body instead of my body controlling me. That was the first thing. Next thing, uh, for broadcast journalists, remember when you're being interviewed, you are up against big voices and big egos. So part of your way to feel a little bit better in an interview is to project back and kid yourself that you are confident. You, you, are, you, you should be there, right? So you've got to use your tool, which is your voice. Now, when you're up against broadcast journalists, they've got like almost like voices like actors. They've been trained so much and they can use their voice very powerfully. So... I think for you to feel comfortable up against big egos and powerful diaphragms, you should be projecting your voice back as well in the interview because then you can, you're actually kidding your body, I am powerful, I am confident, I can, can do this. I often say to people I'm in, interviewing, when, are you, when do you feel the most powerful? Like are you, you're being meek and nice and politically correct in this training session, but I'm sure there's times in your lives when you are very powerful and very assertive, right? And, and and you know that, right, as listeners. But it's that version of you I want you to bring to an interview. So, you're, so the interview's coming up, you're jumping around, you're meeting the physicality, and you're starting to dissipate it. You're in the interview now, you're projecting your voice much louder than you'd normally talk because you're telling yourself that you are confident, but you're also telling the interviewer, back off, hey, back off, I'm here. I'm here to do a job, and I'm actually very good. That'll put a broadcast journal back in their seat pretty quickly it's actually very comforting for journos too to be around powerful interviewees because it means, great, I can go to sleep. I can actually rest here because this guy girl's so good, they can take over, great. So journos actually want that. So backing up away from the interview a little bit, what I want you to do as well, when you get to that one minute, two minute mark, you're just about to be on, obviously at that point, you forget all your notes, you forget all your prep, you forget all your scripts and that's fine. That's when I want you to do deep breathing. I want you to be in your nose and out of your nose. 
breathe, it's yogic breathing, Google it. Breathe deeply into your tummy. So if I take a breath now, I'll show you how long it is. So, uh, so here I go. Now that's one in, one out, and I rushed it a bit. When you go all the way in, breathe into your tummy, then I want you to hold it. And then when you go all the way out, empty your tummy so you're really squeezing your tummy up against your spine and hold it. And then repeat this a few times. This is the two minute mark up until, you know, welcome Tony Nichols or whoever it is. So that's your most nervous part. But you'll find that that two minute period of you breathing in and out very slowly, you're gonna get very peaceful, very, very peaceful. And then when you're on, great, project your voice and jump into your messaging, jump into your stories and have a lot of purpose. Finally, I'll leave you with a finally. Here's a problem with being an interviewee. You spend too much of your time worrying about the questions and whether or not you can answer the questions. And it's a waste of time because the journos don't even know the questions they're about to ask you. So the journos are too busy. They're bright people, they're hardworking people, they've got good memories, they're linguistic, and they are making this up on the, as they go. They're in fact, treating you as primary research. They're working out your topic by asking you one, two, three, four, five questions, hopefully five and it's over. So there's no prep there for you to prep on. The only prep you need to do is prepare your narrative, prepare your messages, prepare your stories. So here's the last tip in getting rid of your nerves. You not, don't have conversations with journos. You're never having a conversation with a journalist that they are a conduit to you getting out to, to a big audience through which you might be able to achieve incredible things. So you're not in a conversation. They actually don't exist in a way. When they stop talking, it's a cue for you to talk to the, the audience you're trying to influence. So walk into your interviews actually thinking you can achieve incredible things if this audience you're trying to reach follow your advice, take on your, take on your education, join your campaign, etc., etc. So that's my, my look at nerves. If you are nervous, accept it. You should be nervous, it's a big moment. Don't walk into an interview thinking to yourself, oh, I hope I'm not nervous. You will be nervous and you're gonna create a problem for yourself when you do become nervous. Accept that you will be nervous, accept it's a good thing, breathe deeply. In the last couple of minutes to the interview, Get physical the morning, like the morning of, the night of, the two, three hours prior, be exercising, be jumping around. And remember, interviews are not conversations. They're opportunities for you to deliver messages, tell stories, and achieve goals. Until next week, see you later.